www.healthcmi.com Acupuncture Continuing Education Online. Today, Acupuncture University Research Discoveries. Probably one of the biggest findings ever. And I've been in Chinese medicine for over 30 years. Let's take a look. Now, if if you go to healthcmi.com and click on news, you can see the article with this title, Acupuncture University Research Discoveries, published October 27, 2020. What this says is a little bit amazing. It lists some of the latest research. So this is from Georgetown University, Harvard Medical School, Tufts University, Emory University, University of California, and so on. It includes includes endorsements, the American College of Physicians, University of Arizona, Louisiana State University, and the list continues. What are they finding? Not only does acupuncture work, especially for the treatment of pain, but we now know how it works, and not just for pain. For example, Harvard Medical School neuroscientists have proven that acupuncture downrates inflammation in response to bacterial infections. The study demonstrates that acupuncture is effective in reducing the effects of pro-inflammatory cytokine storms. In other words, if someone has an infection and they get acupuncture, it downrates, downregulates that inflammatory response. Patients are less likely to get sepsis and die. It literally increases survival rates for people with infections. And not only did the Harvard Medical School neuroscientists find that that is true and acupuncture is effective, but they even know how it works. That's just one of the studies in this article. It's amazing. Another one from Tufts University shows that acupuncture is good for knee pain, osteoarthritis, and fibromyalgia. And there's more And I mean a lot more. They also show that acupuncture has certain effects to reduce anxiety attacks and depression. In fact, Harvard Medical School and Georgetown University and University of Arizona researchers discovered that acupuncture is effective to reduce the frequency, intensity, and duration of migraine attacks. But not only that, there was another piece of research out of Harvard showing that we can predict the efficacy of specific acupuncture point prescriptions based on MRI. So you get a picture of your brain with an MRI. We can take a look at the shape in certain areas of gray matter, and we can predict with 83% success rate whether or not a specific acupuncture point prescription will work. The one they tested was for acupuncturists out there, GV20, GV24, GV13, GV8, and GV20, that combination of do 20 and do 24 with the GV points, 13, 8, and 20, was tested at three acupuncture treatments for weeks, for four weeks, and it worked. And we can even know in advance whether or not it's going to work based on MRIs. What's nice about this is the researchers note that it can lead to cost effectiveness of access to care. In other words, people are going to get a few weeks of care. If they have a picture of their brain with an MRI, we know if it's going to work in advance. And the list goes on. There's research from Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, how acupuncture can cause cancer pain relief, which is enormously important. 
long-standing research shows that acupuncture is good for nausea also. So really with that chemotherapy, amazing. There's University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center research showing that acupuncture reduces the frequency and severity of xerostomia, dry mouth. And let me quote them. Acupuncture resulted in significantly fewer and less severe radiation-induced xerostomia symptoms one year after treatment versus control. So what they're saying there is that your glands in your neck, as a result of radiation therapy, when you have a cancer treatment, are less likely to be damaged. And long-term preservation of the glands and tissues in the neck are possible when using acupuncture. And they list the points there. Conception vessel CV24, classic eight extra channels combination, lung seven, kidney six, and some auricular points were used. And it goes on from there. Emory University and Atlanta VA Medical Center researchers find acupuncture effective for the alleviation of sleep disorders for veterans with PTSD and brain injuries. And that research is amazing. So I really can't list everything that's here, including the stuff from the New Zealand School of Acupuncture, Yale School of Medicine, and Washington State University. But they're finding that acupuncture can reduce lumbar pelvic pain during pregnancy and so on. Incredible stuff. No wonder why the American College of Physicians recommends acupuncture for the treatment of back pain. Basically, the proof is there. So what's going on? Number one, a lot of this research is very recent. So not everyone is aware of it. Number two, People say, well, if it's so effective, why aren't millions of people getting acupuncture? Well, millions of people are getting acupuncture globally. United States, Canada, Europe, yes. Not just Taiwan, not just Korea and Japan and China, but globally. Number three, it's true. There is a little xenophobia. Let's just say what it is. People feel it's something different. It's kind of weird to them. It's new. Hey, if you're not getting migraines anymore and you used to get them, you can let those feelings go and you can embrace what works. And we can honor and recognize a tradition of medicine that's over 2,000 years old and that is current and scientific and validated and quantified. It never stopped the development of the acupuncture needles, the research. The quest continues for the ultimate acupuncture treatment. We've never stopped. I remember years ago working with the great professor Wei Shui, and even into his 90s, he, I called him the eagle eye because he still had a steady hand that he could see well. He could still give treatments, and he was still seeking to optimize acupuncture therapy and constantly pushing back and learning more because that's the history of Chinese medicine. It's clinical commentaries upon clinical commentaries, doctors learning from doctors, learning from doctors, learning from doctors over thousands of years. And there's a lot of knowledge that can be passed on. One of the secrets to why acupuncture and herbal medicine within the Chinese medicine system is so effective is the preservation of information libraries. Everything from writings on bamboo slats in ancient times to modern books and now electronic data. This has never stopped. And taking all of that knowledge, yes, trial and error, yes, experimentation, but do that for several thousand years and you get some results because humans can come up with a lot of great stuff. 
So we can't discount something because it's ancient. We can't say, well, Pythagoras came from long ago, so whatever he, whatever theory of math he came up with couldn't be good. That's not sensible. Same thing. The great Huato in the, what's it, the 1300s, I believe, was doing surgery with anesthesia, with antiseptics, and was successful. Amazing. So when we look at this amazing body of research from some of the most prestigious universities in the world, showing that acupuncture, first of all, stops pain, but also, according to Tufts University researchers, let me quote them. They conclude, acupuncture is a, quote, safe and reasonable referral option for patients with knee osteoarthritis and chronic low back pain, unquote. That alone says something. Now, there's a slow uptake. Let's, for example, in the United States, the Medicare system, they just picked up acupuncture coverage in 2020. All right. Not the best rollout, but that's how things are when you when you're rolling out some kind of government program, don't expect miracles overnight. The bureaucracy finally recognized it. They finally made a national coverage determination, an NCD. In other words, they pick a piece of research and they're willing to look at it. They've only looked at a handful of pieces of research because if there's an NCD made, a national coverage determination made, and the government says, oh, well, it works, it's automatically part of the Medicare system. Well, they said, okay, we'll accept something on low back pain. They reviewed the research and said, whoops, it works. Well, no legislation required. Automatically, when those doctors, that team of elite doctors says, okay, it works, it's rolled right into Medicare. Now, why aren't more conditions and more research reviewed? That's very political. However, this one was allowed through, largely because of the opioid crisis in the United States where people are having a low back pain and chronic use of medications is causing addiction. So the government was willing to accept acupuncture because there isn't basically in advance, they know there's an overwhelming body of evidence showing that it works for low back pain and then it prevents addiction. So they took it up, they accepted it, they rolled it out, it's part of Medicare. But again, the rollout is encumbered by limitations and exclusions. Um, for example, uh, the coverage is basically limited to a small number of back pain treatments because that's what the national coverage determination research was on, just that one disorder. And all the care must be built through an MD's office. In fact, an MD could technically apply the acupuncture or a nurse or physical therapist, people who may or may not have any training in acupuncture. In other words, they're not licensed acupuncturists who can bill this. A licensed acupuncturist can work for an MD and the MD can bill it and they can be paid by the MD. But, you know, an acupuncturist who may have a doctoral degree in advanced treatments for low back pain may be unable to bill through the Medicare system where an MD uh, may be able without any training whatsoever to give someone acupuncture, treat them and bill for it. Uh, that's not the slickest rollout, okay? But I, I'll give them credit for getting it in the system, but now it's a matter of making sure people who are trained properly get it. For example, you wouldn't take an eye, ears, nose, throat MD and have them do brain surgery because, you know, actually that's very different. <laughs> or you wouldn't have them do endodontistry or periodontistry. You know, it, we have to stick with scope of what's called scope of practice. So an acupuncturist knows acupuncture, okay? That's how it is. 
So eventually this stuff can get ironed out, but it's nice that the door opened a little bit. Getting back to the research, it's really hard to look the other way now. If you go to healthcmi.com and look for the article entitled Acupuncture University Research Discoveries, you'll see all of this. It's in the news department. So click on news. And again, Acupuncture University Research Discoveries, published October 27, 2020 at healthcmi.com. Absolutely amazing stuff. I barely scratched the surface of what's in here. Has acupuncture been proven effective? I would say this is the first compendium article that definitively proves that acupuncture is an effective treatment modality, especially for pain. So take a look at it. I think you're going to see an overwhelming body of evidence that cannot be ignored. And what that means to people is that different systems can then figure out ways to integrate this information into ways to help people and relieve their suffering. I would say acupuncture, the forte of acupuncture is a few departments. Pain relief, certainly. Inflammation and pain. But also exhaustion. Acupuncture can do a lot with fatigue. And this includes the whole background of digestion issues and metabolism issues. Because that's very intimately tied to exhaustion. And I think those are some of the key areas that people understand acupuncture can address. Lesser known is acupuncture for the treatment of infectious disease, and we can do quite a bit. That also brings in a lot of herbal medicine, which is really more the forte of herbal medicine in terms of treating many types of infectious disease, including bacterial and viral infections. And there's a lot there to unpack. So, again, I want to thank you for listening. I'm so happy that this level of research is now getting out there. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist at healthcmi.com. Thank you for listening. www.healthcmi.com.